Hello and welcome to the BL Portfolio podcast coming from Business Lines in-house research team. At BL Portfolio, we slice and dice stocks, mutual funds, insurance and other financial products as well as give you sound ideas to manage your money. I am Vishal Balabhadrani, research analyst. I have my colleague Kumar Shankar Roy, personal finance lead with me on this podcast. Hi Kumar. Hi Vishal. So Kumar, though PSU stocks have been uh, old market favorites for valid reasons yeah. for long, this did not play out. Yes. So investors had to wait out. PSU thematic equity mutual funds had a forgettable phase between 2018 to 2020. Yes. But winds of change blew and PSU funds were among the top equity schemes of uh, 2022 mm. with about uh, 20 to 30% annual return. Mm. This came on the back of 30 to 45 percent returns logged in 2021. Mm. The active versus passive debate is relevant for PSU equity funds too. So are active funds doing better? How are passive PSU funds positioned? Let us discuss. Before that, Kumar, kindly tell us about the PSU stock universe and what kind of stocks do these funds bet on? Vishal, there are about 50 listed PSU index stocks, including those belonging to government-controlled banks. This list is broadly the stock universe for PSU funds. The relevant benchmarks for the actively managed funds are Nifty PSE and BSC PSU. Now, half a dozen funds can be included in this PSU equity funds theme. And you have names like Invesco India PSU, SBI PSU, Aditya Billa Sun Life PSU, ICICI Pro PSU, CPSC ETF, which is managed by Nippon Mutual Fund, and Bharat 22 ETF, which is managed by ICICI Pro. Okay. So, how are the funds placed in terms of assets? Are passively managed PSU thematic funds gaining interest? Um, on paper and on based on the numbers, yeah, they are gaining. And, uh, you know, this is a very small category. So, broadly, we have six funds. Now, investor assets of the four actively managed funds stands at about a combined 3,300 crore. Now, this is about 10% of the 29,300 odd crore managed by CPSC ETF and Bharat 2022 ETF together. So, on paper, passive offerings on account of more AUM come on top. There is a lot of interest also, especially because of ETF product. Interesting. Is there any difference in the portfolio composition between actively managed PSU funds and passively managed PSU funds? Yeah, Vishal, uh, there is a difference. Before that, uh, I'd like to tell you that except for Bharat 22 ETF, which is based on 22 select companies, including some private sector ones such as ITC, LNT and Axis, these uh, stocks, you remember, have been disinvested by the central government. So the other PSU equity funds, including CPSC ETF and all, are true to label, much more true to label in the sense that they are all PSU stocks in their portfolios. Bharat 22 ETF has private sector stocks also. But that's the nature of the construction of the index that they follow. Actively managed offerings have portfolio constituents counts ranging from 22 to 30 odd stocks. Actively managed PSU equity funds portfolios are concentrated in stocks such as SBI, Bank of Baroda, NTPC, Coal India, Power Grade, PNB, Bank of India, BPCL, Gale, NMDC, HAL, then Indian Bank, etc. In that context, passively managed PSU offering portfolios are slightly differentiated. CPSC ETF, for example, is an indirect energy play, given that power, oil, consumable fuels account for over three-fourths of the portfolio. In comparison, Bharat 22's 
sectoral breakup, if you look at it, is more diversified with large weights in favor of banks, consumer durables, power, construction and petroleum products. That's insightful. What about returns? How does the active versus passive debate play out on this parameter? So we looked at the point-to-point returns. It appears actively managed PHU equity funds have kind of done better than passive ones. Uh, But of course, we must remember that we are comparing two funds with four. So that disclaimer needs to be there. In the last six months, when PSU stocks have really come back in flavor, uh, actively managed funds have edged past passive peers by a good margin of 600 to 900 basis points. Except for Invesco India PSU in the one-year period, uh, actively managed funds have maintained the lead individually over passive schemes. In the three-year period, SBI PSU lags others in the active subset who again hold the edge over passive funds. In the five-year period, we saw that it's a mixed pack because Bharat 22 ETF is giving more than double the return of CPS ETF, while Invesco fund on the active side has trounced SBI fund by a wide margin. Now, in, if you look at calendar year performance, Bharat 22 ETF after a bad start in 2018 to 2020 period has really picked up pace in the last two years. CPS ETF too has a similar fate. Uh, I'd also like to mention that we found that Invesco PSU equity fund having done better during bad years for actively managed funds. In fact, in two, three years where other actively managed funds, PSU equity funds had given negative return, the Invesco PSU equity product had given a positive return. So that's a standout feature which can be there. That's interesting. So listeners, now you can take a call on PSU thematic equity funds and we hope our conversation help you understand more about the active versus passive side of the argument. That's it from us for this week. Stay tuned for further podcasts and actionable advice from us at BL Portfolio. Read us in print on Sundays and online at thehindubusinessline.com slash portfolio. Do share our podcasts in your circles if you find them useful. Thank you. Thank you.